Oftentimes we hear the scripture that talks about God giving us beauty for ashes. It's a topic in many sermons or motivational lessons. It's a hopeful reminder that when we go through pain, that our pain can sometimes turn into purpose. She Speaks Power allows women to speak about their pain into purpose and being that physical light for others by showing the wonders of what God can do and what God has already done. Hey everybody, this is Tracy and welcome to She Speaks Power. This is a platform that empowers women to walk in purpose by sharing other women's healing stories as they push through mountains that may hurt along the way. But God, but yet God, with his strength, they made it over and are now walking out their purpose. Hey everybody, this is Tracy and this is She Speaks Power. So today I have... Uh, again with me as my guest co-host is Shana Beverly. Hey everybody. <laughs> hey. Today I have a guest with me. She is a life purpose coach and writer for her Live Inspired by Purpose blog. She helps Christian women who feel unfulfilled in their role at home or work to discover their God-given purpose so they can live with more clarity, passion, and fulfillment every day. Here to share her story, please welcome Mrs. Eris Charles. Hey, thank you. It's good to be here today. Yes, yes, I'm glad I'm glad you're here with us and we're just gonna have a conversation and just have fun. <laughs> okay. So Hi Eris. Hi. So I'm gonna, let's jump into a question, right? Can you tell those who are listening, who is Eris Charles? Yes, well, I'm married and I have two sons. One's a young, young adult and the other is almost there. I'm a writer, I love writing. Uh, even when I was little, I wrote song lyrics and poems and short stories. And as I got older, I loved to write Bible studies and self-help type things for the Christian community. And um, I'm also an encourager. One of my spiritual gifts is exhortation. But even before I knew that, um, I always like to uh, find people who, especially when I was young, like kids at school, I'd find people who maybe didn't fit in or were alone and try to spend time with them, encouraging them. And um, that actually fits well with my role as a life purpose coach. I also encourage people um, but take it a step further and really try to help them step into their purpose. So I help women to tap into their passions and strengths and gifts and life experience and walk with God with them to discover their purpose. Oh, I love it. And you know, that does sound like you. Very encouraging. Just getting to know you, I I could see that. Like you, you encourage me a lot. <laughs> you know? And you know, so <laughs> open with it, and I, I appreciate that so I do see that gift in you um and you say you you did some storytelling well I used to write short stories and things when I was young in school I was always writing and you know sometimes I win the contest or not <laughs> or whatever but um yeah I just like to write um little fictional things but it was always something kind of with a deeper meaning mm -hmm. behind it like to you know, 
help someone get through pain or go through a situation. So I was always kind of one of those deep thinker type people. And so even when I interact with other people, I don't tend to just stay on a surface level. I tend to, you know, try, I, I just, I see potential in them. I, I just see things in them that I want to help draw out or encourage in them. So. That's amazing. Do you see yourself uh, writing a book like that one day? I actually would love to write a book. That's one of my bucket list um, type items. I have written curriculum and things like that before, but um, a book to encourage people would definitely be something on my list. And um, definitely something that encourages people to look at who they are and and embrace that, as well as encourage other people to see people um, as children of God and to to walk with them and, and not to have all the the tensions and divisions that they have right. nowadays. I can see that's that. I believe that's very needed, and I think that um, that will be a, a that will be re- really good for it to really come out. That you know you can do something with that, and um, I can really see that getting to who it needs to get to. So I see that you started as a, a electrical engineer. I was reading your uh, website. You started as an electrical engineer before uh, being called to be a life purpose coach uh, for women. And um, in doing this, people thought it was a waste, but you know, but nothing God calls you to do is a waste. So can you share with us your story and how you made uh, the transition from an engineer to a life purpose coach? And, and what was your turning point to make? change? Yes, I was an engineer, so a total 180 in um, in career. And um, I definitely think it wasn't a waste. I'm glad I didn't listen to people at the time. Uh, they were just surprised I was leaving my career because I was one, among the top graduates in my university and my college of engineering. I was hired at a large company that you know, everyone wanted to work for, and I was a high performer. And so they're like, you know, why would you walk away from, from that? Um, and even thinking back to high school, you know, we would take those assessments to see what we're strong in and in math and science and English and things. I was high score. And so the guidance counselor said, hey, you should go into science or engineering or mathematics. And so um, because of that, I just trusted that. And I went to the university, saw some cool videos about satellites and said, oh, OK, I think this is a good career. I'll jump in. And um, but I guess the thing is, the assessment couldn't test my heart. You know, it couldn't test who I really was. And um, so when I was working um, I started to focus a little bit more on what was going on in the organization. My, my mind would turn to why isn't this team functioning so well, or, you know, why are these people so stressed or, you know, things like that related to the satisfaction of the people at work and their fulfillment at their job. And so I volunteered to work on some projects, um, in the organization, as long as it didn't take away from my regular work. And I really started loving that side of things, more the people side instead of the equipment side. And I ended up transitioning or transferring to the um, training and organizational effectiveness department. And so after feeling disconnected in the technical side, that was kind of my turning point. I knew I wasn't feeling fulfilled in that. And then moving to the other department, it was a whole lot better. However, I really just had a desire to help people at more of a personal life level and uh, doing training and development, you can kind of help them at work. Sometimes that didn't work so well either because there's so many dynamics with people in the organization. But I really want, I knew that even though I liked this better, it wasn't the end of my 
career path. And I actually stopped working as an engineer and, and training development after a while because I had some repetitive motion injuries with my hands from all the typing and mousing that started when I was doing engineering. And so the training organization was going to have some layoffs and they were going to offer me another position in another department. But I decided to turn that down and go ahead and go home and try to let my hands heal, my arms heal instead of having a bunch of exploratory surgeries like they want me to have. And really, I still have symptoms I have to deal with today, but that physical pain really became a path to purpose because if I wouldn't have had that, I probably would have kept on in the corporate structure, kind of jumping around, trying to find what worked for me. And by me taking that time to heal, that's when I was able to just have more time to listen to God. And I had, I was exposed a little bit to coaching uh, when there was a friend at church who was looking for some practice clients during her training. And so I worked with her a little bit and I, I really liked the self-discovery and the transformation things that they talked about, but I didn't give it a second thought and for years. And then one day I was um, jogging outside and I came in to kind of rest and I was laying on the floor kind of, kind of in a worship mindset. And then I just heard the words become a coach in my mind out of nowhere after I hadn't thought about this in years. And so I was like, huh, where'd that come from? And so I did some research and I realized that that was going to be more of a fit to me wanting to help people in their personal life. Like I couldn't do in the corporate environment. So I didn't really know what purpose was at that time. And it wasn't about life purpose for me, but, but I knew that that's somewhere like a, a job that I would be able to do that would fit more of who I was and be able to help people the way I'd like to. Um, Eris, when I was looking at your uh, bio, I was just so impressed um, with also your website. And um, I was looking at both of the careers, your uh, career as an engineer, and then also your career as a life coach. And I looked up uh, online to see what some of the traits of uh, exceptional engineers are. And it's amazing how closely they're related to uh, wonderful uh, qualities that you would see in a life coach. So like trust and honesty and excellent communication skills and even having an open mind, ability to anticipate the future. So all of those wonderful things that might have even already been a part of your engineering career um, are those things that uh, you use as a life coach as well? I think so. Um, the way I think about it is that the way I expressed myself in engineering as well as in life purpose coach, it all comes out of who I am. So if there's a strength that I don't have, it probably won't go too well in either particular career. But I was already an analytical thinker, which works well in engineering, right, for the design and looking at the specifications um, and troubleshooting things. But it also works well as a life coach because you can help people really get down to the details of their life uh, where they, they may not be thinking at that particular level, maybe see things between the lines they may not see. But something um, else that I had as an engineer, and a lot of the other engineers in the department just were uh, maybe a little different. I had this part where I really was... Um, you know, loving the softer side of things and the big picture of things. And so that's also what maybe want to try to help the organization to be better. But I also have the side of me where I can look at a client's life as a whole and have that big picture vision and actually hold that vision up for them. And sometimes people, they don't, they may not have um, a vision for themselves or may not believe they can reach a certain vision, but I can see that. And so I try to hold that and cast that for them, the vision that God would have for their life that might be greater than what they think can be on their own. 
um, one of those other qualities and it says the ability to anticipate the future. Mm -hmm. So you know how we use that saying, you know, can't see the forest for the trees, mm -hmm. but it sounds like you are a definitely a bigger picture thinker and one who is able to help others see the bigger picture for themselves as well. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy doing that. Even with my friends, they can just be having a regular conversation and, you know, mention something they like, or I'll see a strength and I'll all of a sudden jump into like, you know, brainstorming about all the cool and great things that they can do <laughs> with that skill or, or that idea. And they're probably like, well, I was just trying to say this, but okay, thank you. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, one of, one of the women that I recently had, um, at, you know, as a guest on my podcast, uh, said, and I, I'm paraphrasing, um, in order to be an advocate for women dealing with this, I had to go through it myself. Is that a um, show with you as well as far as your choice of direction? I didn't in particular choose my direction by thinking, well, I'm going through this, so I'll help women with the same situation or similar. Um some people, definitely their purpose comes out of a life experience. They want to help others in a similar situation. Uh, mine really came to me over time on my journey, as well as you know, God speaking directly to me in my heart and my mind and my spirit uh, about that. And I really just took the time to always explore the little whispers in my heart and my spirit over the years to understand what I liked, what I dis what I didn't like, really listening to my body, um, and also taking a bunch of assessments and things. You learn so much about who you are and see what's accurate and what's not. And so my my passion for personal growth and my passion for also just being my real self um, stood out. You know, I like people to be able to embrace who they are and not feel like they have to be like somebody else. Um, my faith, therefore I'm a Christian coach. And then compassion, I had compassion for people who were not happy with who they are or what they do because it really wasn't a fit. Now that was something personal that I went through, but I didn't particularly think, oh, well, I'm going to help people who maybe are not fulfilled in what in what they do. But for me, it was just a really a matter of being available spiritually to God and just continuing in spiritual and personal growth and allowing him to prepare me. And then when you hear his voice, um, you're ready to move forward. What was your focus for women? Like, why did you focus on women specifically? I think that was just, um, I think just because being at church and Bible study classes and getting to know women just in my circle of friends and um, especially women at work as engineers, um, just trying to, you know, be yourself and see where you fit in the world when there's so many responsibilities and things pulling on you. There probably was a sort of um, resonating with them as well as compassion at the time. But also um, I have coached men over the years and even relatives or friends who are males. I mean, I'm pretty much the same person where I'm like, hey, this is great about you. Have you ever thought about this? This might be something God is leading you to. So it's really all over, but it just was a, a good place to focus that was a fit for me um, with okay. women. All right. And on your your website, one of the questions is, uh, who am I now and what is God's purpose for my life? Is that a question you have for yourself as well to be able to help other women discover theirs? I think when I walked away from corporate America and, you know, all that time, you know, all the college preparation, the, the thought processes you have in high school, it's all related to going to this pinnacle career point. And when I walked away from that, I think I probably did ask myself that, well, 
who am I now? What am I going to do? Um, I don't think I used the word purpose at the time, but um, at at that time, I thought I had told all of my coworkers at the going away luncheon that I was going to try to move to Nashville and become a Christian songwriter <laughs> for contemporary Christian music and uh, praise mm-hmm. songs. And and I still love to do that. I don't write songs as much, mostly lyrics, and, but uh, but that's what I thought. And then when coaching came into the mix at first, I thought it was just a career that was a good fit for me. I hadn't really thought about it in terms of being purpose. So even if you don't your purpose, when you follow your passion or doors God is opening or those things that seem to fit with who you are naturally that can put you on that path. And so I really didn't think about it as purpose until maybe I started hearing some sermons at church that would talk about that. Or in the coaching industry, um, there was talk about maybe your purpose in life. And I know um, I, I used to think that purpose was for one thing. And um, I'm realizing that it can be for many things. You have, you know, purpose for many things. Do you feel that way? Or um, as far as, you know, you're like, um, you know, you're writing and then, then you say you had stories and then you, the music, writing lyrics, which is cool. You know, I used to dabble in that a little bit too, you know, but <laughs> um with so many things just going through life, do you think that you're at your, you're doing you're walking in your purpose, or you have more other gifts and talents that uh, God can use you in that may consider as a purpose too? Or what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I look at purpose as coming out from who we are, and so no matter how we might be expressing that in different stages of life. Um, we can still walk in our purpose. Like I know I'm an encourager. I know my passions and my strengths and I may discover more along the way. Some of them I didn't realize. Um, And also for me, my overall purpose, no matter what I'm doing, I feel like I'm called to walk beside others, to walk beside them, to walk with them on their journey so they're not alone. And so they're encouraged no matter what. So whether I'm being a life coach or even when I was doing engineering, who I was showed up there where, you know, I was getting to know coworkers and trying to encourage them on a personal level. Mm -hmm. Uh, When I had a period when I was doing, um, staying at home, being a stay at home mom, during that time, maybe I wasn't working formally so much. However, I was still using my purpose of walking with people and encouraging people. So I think you can have a purpose as a person that God gives you how he designed you to express yourself and to show up in the world, Mm -hmm. but also you may start to reveal to you a specific calling that you have where you might express that in a certain way. And right now for me, that's life purpose coaching, but you know, who knows if that may show up in different ways in the future, but whether I'm writing a song or writing a book or coaching someone or just having a casual conversation, um, my heart is leaning towards how can I do what God has uniquely equipped me to do in their life. I was wondering, can you talk with me about this, talk with us about this scripture from your website? It says, the purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. And that was Proverbs 25. Could you talk with us about that a little bit? Yeah, um, I really love that scripture when I first read it and it's kind of stuck with me. And I put it on my website because I really feel like that verse is what I do as a life coach and especially as a life purpose coach. Um, I see it as a three-way relationship between myself, the client and God, and together we're seeking the truth of what he wants for them. And so coaching isn't like consulting where we tell them what to do. Um, 
but it's a partnership in which I use deep listening, questions, different type of exercises, share insights. I do all this to try to draw out of them what they know and to draw in God's wisdom that they may be getting or that, you know, God may even put something on my spirit to be able to share directly. And so in the middle of a session or even between sessions, there could be an aha moment that they have. So it's really a partnership with God. And I try to listen to the spirit while I do coach so that I can draw out understand them, a man of understanding, woman of understanding, <laughs> and try to draw out uh, the things that God has planted in their heart, as well as the way that he's designed them and how he's calling them to move forward. Uh, Shane, were you seeing something? Oh, I just said that was awesome. Thank you for sharing. When I saw that scripture, I was like, wow, that's deep. <laughs> so I'm just glad uh, we had a chance to talk about it so I can get your thoughts on that as well. Amen. Thank you for sharing. Amen. Um, so I, I see I see you help so many women as a, a life purpose coach. And I noticed on your website that you also help women who may know what their purpose is, but don't know how to start or walk in it. Can you share a little bit about how you help women to do this and what preparations uh, do they need to do to do so? Okay. Well, um, the way people may need to prepare can vary from person to person. And that's why it's important to try to draw out those things from the client. Um, and draw in what God is calling them to do. Um, some people might be totally clear. God has revealed, you know, all or most of their purpose, and they just need a plan of action, some goals and accountability, how to deal with different obstacles that come up. Others may know their purpose, but they don't really have a vision from God yet about, you know, how is this supposed to look? What am I? Okay, I need to encourage people. What does that look like for me? And so, you know, with prayer journaling, research, digging deeper into self-discovery, they can help to open up those things in their mind. And some need more clarity. They, they know their purpose, but maybe only in part, um, or maybe don't have a clear interpretation of it yet. So again, more exploration and trying to walk with God to, um, to get that out. But two areas that I think about that can sometimes be an issue is life balance. So if you're too busy or distracted by things or, you know, your time, your energy, your resources are running thin, then it's hard to make space to really be able to hear God speaking to you. Or if you do, to have the the time and you sometimes even the motivation to move forward and try to get more clarity or to start trying to launch something. So definitely watching for life balance and um, is part of preparation mm -hmm. as well as your thought life. Um, when I first started thinking about what my purpose would be, it was exciting, but I'm like, who am I to do this? <laughs> how, how, how can I do this, Lord? You know, so sometimes you may not believe in yourself. Um, you don't have the courage or the confidence to move forward or you think this can't be right. How could I do this? And so you really need some confirmation or to start taking some steps. So sometimes you have to work on your thought life, replacing limiting beliefs and negative thoughts with God's truth that you are fearfully and wonderfully made just as you are because your purpose springs from who you are. So you can build confidence in that. And that's why I also think it's important to be in community with like-minded people, with people who 
or looking to God uh, for their purpose, for their direction in life, even if it's not their actual purpose and calling, but how, you know, looking to God for how they're going to live every day in their life, no matter what they're doing. And that allows you to get encouragement, to have accountability, to have someone to share what's going on and get some uh, so maybe some of those doubts and fears removed because you're like, hey, if they can do it, I can do it too, or some creativity for some solutions. So um, it really just depends on what stage the woman is at in her life or what's going on in that season. So we try to personalize what the preparation would be to keep moving forward in purpose. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> and yes, it, I believe, you know, we, we have this, a lot of it, a lot of it does start in the mind. And how you see yourself and how you um, God sees you and believe what God says about you. It really does uh, matter. I know and you were speaking um, about the the types of uh, people or types of women that you help. I'm like, I, I see myself somewhere in there. It might have been the second one that you mentioned. <laughs> like, I know what it is, but I, I need some order. You know, so, so it's really, um, you know, what you do is really needed for people like me or, you know, for many, many women who, you know, may have that even entrepreneur mindset, just don't know how to go about it. Uh, so how do you or or do you help to inspire women who don't have the urge to seek yet? My clients are usually those who are seeking already, or at least ready to start seeking so we can go through the purpose framework. Um, but I also do encounter those who aren't really feeling a need to look for their purpose. And so I do try to encourage them on their path. Um, it's kind of the opposite. Like, you know, they say, you don't know what you've got till it's gone. Well, you don't know what you can have until you find it. <laughs> and then you're like, wait a minute, all this time I could have been, you know, fulfilled or expressing you know, my gifts and passions. And um, so there are benefits to finding your purpose. And so I would try to encourage people in that way. And it really depends on the reason they're not seeking. Some people may not really understand the concept of having a purpose or God-given purpose, at least if they haven't really heard much about that. Like I said before, some might not believe in themselves. So why seek? I don't think I can do it anyway. That can't be for me. I, I hear that a lot from people I know. Um, and so that may not be about their purpose yet, but about their identity in Christ and what is unique about them. And um, a big one might be that I also see is that when you're going through trials or suffering in your life or different challenges, you might feel like, how can God possibly use me right now? Um, look what I'm going through. Look where I'm at. Um, so just encouraging them that even in the midst of their pain, that you can still do something purposeful because your purpose comes from who you are, who God made you to be. And no matter how small that is significant in God's kingdom, if you're doing something that he's made you to do or encouraging someone else. And some people, their pain might lead to them expressing their purpose by helping others. And others, it may just be a trial that you're going through, but you can walk with God and still see, you know, Lord, I can only do so much, but what can you Help me to do so i'm still reflecting you in the world even if even if it's just in the circle of people around you and your family whatever you're able to do you start those baby steps and as you do that god can open up for you to do more wow um shana did you have a question 
I wonder, could you provide some additional insight to women who might be seeking balance, but they're currently lost? Yes, balance is such a big thing. <laughs> Everybody I talk to is struggling with, with life balance, I think, every day. And um, the thing is that how we spend our time and our energy, every decision we make every day is going to either draw us closer to or further away from God's purposes for our life, his vision for our life. And the way that I look at purpose is not just about your specific calling, you know, your your unique way of uh, helping or serving in the world to benefit the kingdom or bring God glory, but also God has purposes in every area of our life. He has purposes for our physical health, purposes for our relationships, our finances, our work, whether that be a job or a homemaker, um, purposes in our personal growth, in our, in our leisure time. I'm, you know, I'm sitting on the porch before this meeting, enjoying the the sun and nature, and it just connects me closer to him. There's just, there's purpose in so many things. And so when your life gets out of balance and you might get overwhelmed, it's going to be harder to try to fulfill the purposes he has in many areas. Like maybe you're not taking care of your body, which is your temple. Um, so you know, maybe maybe you're having trouble um, fitting in time for relationships. And there's lots of methods and systems out there that address like the quantity of your schedule. Well, you have all these things. So here's the way you can manage your to-do list or your calendar or your reminders. But I believe the big issue with balance is also the quality of your to-do list, because I think that balance, you won't always be able to have a rigid schedule with equal time to checklist, did my exercise, did my devotional, you know, to check everything off. However, if you can listen to the spirits leading, as well as it's a bonus, if you really know what your purpose is, not just in life, but the purposes God is calling you to at this particular time in your life in the different areas, then you can choose what's going to be priority on your to-do list and make sure those things are getting done first. Um, so it's really just a flow. And I think it's important to know God so you know his will for you in the different areas of life, as well as to know yourself, who you are. You know, maybe exercise and housework and devotional time is actually easier in the middle of the day or in the evening because you're not a morning person and you're more likely to not do it then or to not be as connected to the to what's going on. And so there could be other people who are influencing you. Hey, you should be doing this or this is the greatest system to do such and such. But if that doesn't fit with who you naturally are, then that's gonna not going to work. So knowing yourself and I'm not a morning person, so it's got to be 10 o'clock or later <laughs> for me to do certain things. And then just knowing your season, you know, sometimes we're trying to do so many things and we can't go at that intensity in a season we're in. Maybe we're caring for children or working long hours or, um, you know, taking caretaking for a sick relative or maybe just going through physical, emotional, or even, you know, mental well-being challenges. And so understanding my circumstances as well as the responsibilities I have, I can make wise decisions and say, you know, God, this is what's on my plate. What do you see as most important? Mm -hmm. So I, I really believe in partnering with God on that and not feeling guilty because of what, you know, the latest trend says you should be doing or what other people are doing and trying to compare your life. Well, you know, this working mom does this or this empty nester does this or, you know, whatever that is, you need to see what's going to work for you and, um, and not feel bad about that. And I do have a free resource to download on my liveinspiredbypurpose.com website, which can help people to assess where they are in life balance and see what steps they might have to take towards having better balance in life. I mean, it's fine to listen to 
others, you know, to help you guide what you need to do. But sometimes you still have to look within yourself and see what you can do as far as balancing things out. And um, so did you see yourself doing this, what you're doing now? Um, I didn't see it initially. I, I mean, I really wasn't sure what I'd be doing when I left my job. And then when I started to do life purpose coaching, I really didn't know that I'd be focusing on women who feel unfulfilled in their role at home or work, even though that was me. <laughs> so that, that really hadn't hit home yet, but you know, everything we go through in our life, it tends to somehow prepare us for what God is going to ultimately call us to do. So I thought that was neat. As I look back, I'm like, wait a minute, all these things of who I was, even as a kid in high school, the experiences I went through, um, I'm able to relate to people and to connect with people on that level and try to say, Hey, here's some ways that, you know, you can work through that and still fulfill your purpose. And so I used to not believe that I could do certain things. So would I have imagined that I'd be, you know, maybe all over social media or talking to people with an interview like this? Probably not because I had, I had to deal with a lot of um, self-defeating defeating thoughts and limiting beliefs about myself. I knew I was a, a good writer. And as far as I was concerned, I was going to stay behind the scene and just blog, blog. <laughs> as long as I'm writing, I don't have to be out there in front of people. And so, you know, but, but God has a way of giving yeah, he has a way of giving you opportunities, putting people in your life, mm-hmm. even sometimes throwing you into the fire to say, okay, you're going to, you're going to learn this. You're ready, even though you don't think you're not. And um, so I, I'm, I'm just happy to be along for the journey. And at this stage, I'm more willing to say, okay, Lord, I'm fearful, but I'm going to do this. It might be a baby step, Lord, <laughs> you know, but, but I'm, but I'm going to do this because I have to learn to trust God and I can believe in myself because I believe in him. And so I I like the distinction I had heard a few years Mm -hmm. ago um, in a sermon. It's one thing to believe in God, but it's another thing to believe God. And so sometimes we believe in them, but we don't believe who he says that we are, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that we have a purpose that we're perfectly suited for. And so I want to be able to help women to believe that about themselves um, that, you know, they're children of God with a unique purpose. And even if they're afraid, even if they don't think that they're enough, that they truly are. And they need to start listening to that truth and, you know, let, let, letting God show that to them by stepping out little by little with the support they need. Those baby steps, you know, um, I used to have, I still have those baby steps, you know, God still allows me baby steps. And sometimes he just throw me, not throw me out there, but, you know, like enough, enough with the baby steps. You got this, you know, <laughs> I think, you know, of course, that's, that's fear. Like, wait, 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 I'm not, not, not there yet. Like, you know, you got to learn to swim, just jump in the water. <laughs> I'm there with you as far as, you know, I, I definitely agree with sometimes you just got to move past that fear and just do it. You can do it. And believe in yourself that you can do it and it's that um I, I like what you said about you know believing God or do you believe God and that's that's deep <laughs> and it's um I think it's it's hard you know you know it's hard to believe that in yourself especially with life and you know just the the things that people go through, you know, to make them think less than what God says that they are, you know. So so what are some tips that you can provide for women as they seek their purpose 
or uh, who may know their purpose but are lost to to get to the next step? Well, for those who are seeking their purpose, I really think the biggest tip is to work on believing, like we just talked about, um, to believe in him and to trust him, um, to trust that he made you with a purpose, even if you have no idea what it is yet, um, even if you're feeling like, you know, what could I possibly do? Um, you know, in the beginning, before you know it, in the middle, when you're starting to figure it out <laughs> and when you're further in, you know, that's all affected by our mindset because we could start and then just stop or like veer off into, onto a path that's maybe not meant for us. So not just believing in ourselves and in God, but um, walking with God along the way to make sure that, you know, as we seek that we're finding that proper direction. But even if you go off another direction, as long as you keep listening with God, he's going to use that and he's going to bring you back around. It's just like, you know, going down the highway and you may take an exit, but he'll get you back on. You may meet a traffic jam, but <laughs> he'll help you to move forward. Um, so always listening and looking for God. And, you know, what is he speaking to your heart as you experience life? What is he doing in your life around you that you can maybe um, become a part of and and see, hey, you know, this is this a fit for me? And if you're lost on the next step, I, I, just like we talked about before, I think taking a baby step to try to to experiment with God and see what's next, because each step, even if you find out, whoa, this is not the right direction, that can help you to get more information to see what you what direction you should be going. So um, moving forward to build momentum. But, you know, your next step could even be research. You know, if you're trying to move forward, but you're stuck, you can be researching what is available out there to meet this need that's on my heart already. And what what is missing that I could maybe fill if it happens to fit with my strengths and who I am as a person. Um, don't compare yourself to other people because sometimes that'll make you stay stuck because you start thinking, oh, well, if I'm not doing all that or, you know, look at what they're doing or, well, I shouldn't mm -hmm. do it like this unique way I'm thinking about because that might not be right because they're doing it that way. I always say become who you are, become who you are, because you're already that person. He's made you that way. And sometimes who you are might get covered up by things in life. But, you know, it's there underneath. And that's where the real value is, is stepping into who God made you to be. Because even if other people are doing this same thing, I mean, there's many people who are serving the homeless or, um, you know, meeting the needs of moms or something. But there's no one else like you. So your unique way to do that, even if it's, if it's the same method, maybe you're both doing webinars, but the expression of who you are and what God is putting on your heart is going to come out in that. And so just trusting that and stepping out. Um, I have a blog article on my website, Practical Steps to Fulfilling Your God-Given Purpose. And that particular article has some detailed steps on how you can start to seek your purpose, as well as steps to start on a plan to fulfill it. I think that's really awesome. I'm sorry. I was just saying, I think that's really awesome, Eris, um, that you have gained so much insight and um, that you're willing to share it with others. Um, you know, the the free resource that you have uh, on your website, in addition to the all the other information, is really, really um, valuable and really precious. And, you know, thank you for sharing that and making that available to all of us. You're welcome. Yeah. So what's on the horizon for you? Well, I do have a passion for women to not feel alone on their journey. And this is not just about their journey to purpose, just, just period. You know, I'll be on social media and I'll see someone commenting that they're alone. They don't have anyone to support them. I mean, I'm like right on the comments, like, you know, reply <laughs> and just trying to support people or connect with them personally. And, um, 
which is not always so great for my hands that have the repetitive motion injuries, but you know, God enables me to do whatever I have to do despite their, the pain because his purpose trumps the pain. Um, but I'm really concerned with, you know, um, women being able to be encouraged by others and walking with other people. Like I said earlier, I feel called to walk beside people and I don't have to be a coach to do that. But I've, so what I'm doing is in the near future, in probably mid-May, I'm going to be launching a Facebook group named Christian Woman Life Purpose Community. And this is going to be for women who want to discover and fulfill their purpose, and they're in need of clarity, confidence, or community as they walk on that path of purpose. And so whether they know their purpose or not, um, this group will be available to them to be able to gain some insights and have some discussions and some encouragement um, and some resources that will help them to move forward on their journey. And so anyone who, um, once the group launches, um, they can connect with my Live Inspired by Purpose business page on Facebook, and then they'll be able to find access to the group to, to join or learn more about it. Thank you. Thank you. I can't wait to see it come to fruition. <laughs> so where can people find you with your uh, website or your social media link, you know, where people can find you? Mm-hmm. Well, my website, and I can be contacted through the contact page there. My website is liveinspiredbypurpose.com. And um, they can learn more about life purpose coaching there as well. And also on my website is the Live Inspired by Purpose blog, where if people are interested in articles that blend biblical insights with practical actions to help them walk in God's plan in all the different areas of their life, then they can sign up for the blog to receive newsletters and announcements and resources. And then on Facebook and Instagram, I'm at Live Inspired by Purpose. So I hope to meet some new people and walk with others on their journey yes good stuff good stuff i love it (laughs) all right so we're coming to a close i'd like to thank you eris for joining us on she speaks power it was a blessing to have you on thank you thank you thank you just wanted to thank you again for sharing your insights with us today Thank you. I, I really, I really enjoyed the time here. And hey, this podcast has purpose. So <laughs> I'm hoping people will live inspired by purpose when they listen into the discussion. Thank you guys for listening to She Speaks Power. And I also want to thank life coach and blogger Eris Charles for joining us and sharing her journey and her inspiring words. I also want to thank Shana Beverly for being my guest co-host. Appreciate that. Also, keep listening to She Speaks Power because we have coming up in May more amazing women who will share their stories, tips, and empowerment. We have coming up Nakia Carter of First Fruits LLC, who is a money coach and mentor. She has built her credit up from 450 and has paid off over $50,000 of debt. So you definitely want to hear her speak. Also joining me will be Dominic. Monique Robinson. She is a social media influencer, popular YouTuber, influencer, business mogul. She got it together and she will be sharing her story as well. Being a wife, a mother of two, and also having amazing businesses and and still being grounded. So I can't wait for you guys to listen to these episodes that will be coming up in May. All right. 
And also follow me on uh, Instagram at She Speaks Power. And it's she.speaks.power. As uniquely as I am, that's how uniquely my <laughs> my uh, name is as well. And ladies, if you want more of She Speaks Power, we have a Facebook group community for women to come together and connect as we walk in confidence and purpose. You can find us under Empowering Women to Walk in Confidence, a She Speaks Power podcast community that's all for now guys i want you to remember to speak power and be a light peace